0: And we are back with the Afterwatch, we're watching ReZero, Season 1, Episode 5, The Morning of Our Promise is Still Distant. I'm Tim. I'm Brian. That's right. What is that morning of their promise? It's the date, right? He thought he was waking up and there'd be the, the date was happening where he'd go out with Amelia down to town, it'd be a great day. That's true, that is, he did do a lot of work to set that up. Yeah, pictures with the Amitia, the whole deal, he had it all planned out, and then... It didn't happen. So um,
1: that's right. Because the ending right before for people who are not uh, remembering, like I forget sometimes he he woke up (laughs) and it was like, oh, man, he did all this cool stuff. And then
0: suddenly it's like, wait, they don't remember him. No, it it was like the good playthrough. You know, I think that's what we said last time where it was one of those things like, oh, my gosh, now I have to recreate. I have to do all of that again. His save file got deleted. Uh, Yeah, that's basically (laughs) what it was. (laughs) That's the worst, too. How many times have you had that happen where you got really far in a game? Oh, and then maybe, and then you just don't even want to try to do the game, you don't even want to try to replay it, especially in RPG. So, in his case,
1: worst case scenario, it's like Final Fantasy Tactics. We probably had on some save thing, and then mm-hmm. it that game takes so long and you've grinded up so many levels. You're right, I mm-hmm. agree. You're like, oh,
0: I can't do it again. No, you yeah, know, just something else. This game's dead to me. So, well, I guess he can't, <laughs> I guess he can't opt out at this point. <laughs> Because it just returns them anyway. Before we get into it, though, uh, I do want to remind you guys if you haven't already, subscribe to the show. Uh, Let other people know we're talking about ReZero. And of course, there's lots of other anime. If you check out uh, what we got going on on fictionalcharacters.net, that's where we have this and uh, what? Uh, Demon Slayer, My Hero Academia, and a bunch of others. Um, If you would like to give us some kind words over there on Apple Podcasts or Audible, we always appreciate a great review. And uh, if you have any questions, comments, things you'd like us to talk about here, fictionalquestions at gmail.com is where you go to reach us. Okay, where does this start out? It's him freaking out on the bed. He's looking at his hands, right? Yeah. And there's no bandages. They, they made a point of him cutting up his fingers, made a point of him talking about how the bandages shows that he was putting in the effort. That's what we're talking about. All the effort that it took to ha- get that good playthrough, and then it's all wiped away. Yeah, I like it.
1: It's a good attention to detail. It makes me wonder did they write it and know that okay, you got to have some sort of physical thing to show when he resets and he's not going to get stabbed every single day. So, that was really clever. I really like that way of showing the I fruits think of his it's labor. just
0: I think it's yeah, it's just well, we we talked about how this was a rewritten version of an earlier story that the guy had done on that writing let's be novelist website, right? So, mm-hmm. I think it's just him pulling the best parts of whatever that first story was, he already knew how to do it. Uh, think about like the coin, how we saw that, that, uh that what edged coin that play through that first um arc, you know, how it kept coming up yeah. in the convenience store and finally giving it to the kid, you know, things like that keep popping up. So yeah, it's, I think it's just a well thought out story is what's going on.
1: Yep. Yeah. I definitely appreciate it. So, yeah. so in this case, it's, the uh, the wounds and the cuts on his hand of mm-hmm. his labor disappear and so do, so do the labors of his uh, good save
0: game. Yeah, yeah. So do you think he died? I think last time we were saying he didn't die, but he had to have died. That's the only way this worked. I was thinking about that. It's returned by death.
1: Right. Yeah, that's what got me too, because it was like, oh, at, at the end of the other one, it's like, oh, okay, maybe he did, maybe he didn't, but it's weird. But you're right. I think in the, as I'm watching it, I was kind of Something thinking Something has, has to happen. To. Right.
0: It has to be a death. And so did he just he was just killed in his sleep, I guess, yeah, he doesn't remember it, so it had to have happened, right, but yeah, this time he wakes up and he sees the girls are really over there they're kind of cowering because he's freaking out, <laughs> and uh they're asking him if he's sick, does he have a stomach ache or and he realizes that they don't remember him at all, so everything he had said to them to Amelia it's all gone, it's like we said that game save just wiped away, and you're just reeling from that oh. And so what does he do? He just finds his way into the library and collapses in there at first.
1: Oh, I think Beatrice. Well, yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I think when he collapses there, I think Beatrice mentions something that insinuates that she remembers or or suggests that her character remembers something.
0: Well, no. So yeah, that's, that got me at first too. And I had to think that through because she says, this is the second time he's broken through her barrier. But remember, the save file, I guess, or whatever, the, um, what do you call it, the restart, what what do you call it, the uh, save point. Oh, his checkpoint. (laughs) His checkpoint, or whatever, is the second time he woke up. Remember that? Because the first time he wakes up, uh, he looks around, there's no one there by the bed, he wanders into her library, she sucks the mana out of him, and then he wakes up in the bed saying, oh man, I'm tired, and that's when... The two maid girls are there.
1: Oh, interesting. So I guess so, I, I didn't... I'm glad you looked into that because I didn't separate those two. I thought, oh, maybe that one time he went wandering and finding her place, it was... Uh, no. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. I don't so think those the, are two... I don't think that that's like all one event. I think that's kind of separate right there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the save point happens after he met Beatrice the first time. So that's why he's met her before. This is still the second playthrough like he hasn't she doesn't remember anything past that save point or whatever if you want to call it checkpoint okay if that's the <laughs> case spawn that, point that changes. we, we could call it so many different things oh i hope he doesn't get spawn camped he's just gonna keep dying in the bed <laughs> that'd be amazing oh man but then who would be doing it we don't know um i think that's the whole detective part of this story there's there's certainly a bit of sleuthing going on him trying to figure out what is going on? And if they're after him, if he's dying, are they after the other people? Like, you know, the people were after Amelia and the, and the Insignia last time.
1: Yeah, it's a good question. Like, why, why get him out of the way? Because it doesn't seem like other people are getting killed first and then him. So it does yeah. seem focused on him.
0: It does seem focused on him this time, at least right now, what we know of. Yeah. But, but he doesn't know anything except for the fact that he went to sleep like normal. And I like, so it's because she's nagging him constantly, Beatrice is, just mm-hmm. giving him the sass. And uh, and he talks about how it's it's reassuring to hear her sass, you know? And, and sh- uh, she says, only a pervert would be put at ease by verbal abuse, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> he goes outside, finds Amelia, and she's worried. She's pacing the grounds outside, the gardens or whatever. We see her in that same outfit from before, so... Things haven't really changed, but it seems like there's small little tweaks. And I that's one of those things I kind of want to talk about, like what's causing those tweaks. She's concerned about him. Uh, he says he's fine. He's a little low in blood. He's had his mana stolen and his mind feels like it's been beaten with a bat. But other than that, you know, he's all right.
1: Yeah, I wonder if, if the tweak thing you're n- noticing, I'll try to pay more attention as I watch now. Because if that's true, that's a big deal, right? If there's small changes that are... Yeah, because that,
0: does that mean it's stuff that he's affecting or is it someone else affecting it in relation to what he's doing in the story or has done yet?
1: Right, which is one of the biggest questions about this, right? How much... Which I like, which is how much can he influence stuff? How much can he change? Will yeah. some things change regardless of him? Uh, that sort of thing is, is probably going to keep coming. But small changes would be interesting. Like, what if she decided to put on that same outfit but changed one part of it, right? Like a hairband or something. Like, oh, Will right. those things... I'll, I'll try to keep an eye out because that would be cool. I,
0: I wonder if there's little small little things like that. I don't know. But there's definitely some big things that come up within mm-hmm. this playthrough. Right away, he talks to Puck. He still just wants Puck, you know, to let him pet the fur. And uh, he he keeps calling her Mealy again. And she's, I mean, they didn't get to the point where he introduced it the right way. So him sneaking it in right now makes her question like, where did that come from? You know?
1: Yeah, and it, it brings up that idea again of like, okay, what what's going through his mind? Like he knows what a good playthrough, mm-hmm. I, I like your wording there, looks like. So is he going to try to re- recreate it piece by piece? Because cause I can't imagine if you think about just a single day of yours, even if it's like a real common day, how hard mm-hmm. it would be to get everything right. Every facial expression, your tone, right. right? If somebody sees you and you interrupt them like just a little too soon, so they get really mad versus like you remember to, to wait for a moment. Uh, and just all those things adding up like how hard it would be for him to recreate and it was like four days right Mm -hmm. so i wonder what his goal is the puck thing is good it just sounds like a solid choice the Amelia thing that he mixed in is one of those things like like you said like is that going to play as well as he thinks it did even though he wants it to keep going
0: yeah i i but at a certain point he also pushed really quickly into the puck thing right so it's almost like me in a second playthrough. I'm just getting to the, you know, hitting the beats as quickly as possible. I'm not looking around and trying to figure out what happens in that level because I already know. It's I know what run- I need to do. It's right speed running it, maybe. Yeah. So I think that's affecting things, too, because the fact that he's so forward with what he wants, he- you lose some of the context and the nuance. Mm-hmm. And so it might be taken uh as someone who's not really caring about the other people in the situation as much you know
1: that would have been funny if he's like i just want to pet your fur and he's like whoa is this guy furry like what's going
0: on like chill dude (laughs) well but i think that's what is going on because when he you know he still asks to work there but he doesn't get a tour uh rem doesn't measure him this time things are different anyway so i think it's the fact that he's really he's not taking his time and he's not allowing the situation to happen organically but he's kind of pushing his way through is changing things and turning people off a little bit Hmm. if that makes sense
1: it it does and and i like the idea like if he's going to come off as more confident so maybe they won't show him the ropes right and guide him as much
0: Uh, or maybe it's a turn off because they're like who's this guy just telling us what to do and what he wants and every (laughs) you know does he how does he know better But yeah, so anyway, he's trying to figure out what where he's going wrong because things are so different. He's chilling in the bath. And that's when he gets (laughs) visited by Roswell, who, you know, it's his place. So he can go in there, too. And he even goes as far as to say, well, this whole, you know, building is my property. You work for me. So basically, you're my property as well so <laughs> yeah so I, it's I, really not what he expected
1: i i like the meetings with him so far and it's it's weird because they make him seem like oh he might be the evil magician right like there's a good case that you'd be like maybe he killed him <laughs> maybe yeah he's maybe the, he's the dude but also uh he's just as funny i hope we get to see more of of him
0: but there's also yeah i get that you're what you're saying like um you don't know if the chaos of that The fact that this is a guy who's so powerful and this is his place. So he really has, you know, complete like sway of what goes on within the, you know, the mansion or whatever. So if he's not on board with something going on, he could probably just get rid of it super quick. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see him trying to control the situation and just like, nope, that's it. He's got to go. Yeah, unless he's. But we dealing, don't know.
1: It's true. And then I'm guessing he's dealing with the huge political strife that's going on, the insignias mm-hmm.
0: and all that. Mm hmm. So. Yeah, there's a little bit more talk be- about the two sisters, about how one's inferior but older. So the younger one just covers for her all the time, like an inferiority complex. Or maybe it's just reverence for the older sister or. You know, I think we mentioned it last time, but there's something in there that I think is kind of cute, but also tricky. What is the dynamic, like, with Rem and Rom?
1: Yeah, there definitely seems to be, uh, like you said, it it could be like a twinsies thing, but now mm -hmm. it it just keeps getting deeper and deeper. Like, it seems more than just like, oh, I'm Mm -hmm. just going to cover for her. And it's like, is that mandated? Or or is it demon blood? Is it a pact with the devil? Like, what's going on?
0: (laughs) Well... I think that as we go through this situation, Rem just feels really, I don't want to say inferior, but she's more of an introvert, maybe? And so the other one is probably able to just be the one in charge Hmm. just because Rem is not as sure of herself, even though she's better at everything else. But does that make sense? Yeah. Because Rem seems a little maybe younger and hesitant, whereas the older one, even though she's not as good at the stuff, because she's so confident, she gets away with it.
1: Yeah, I don't really think there's it'll be interesting to see how that plays out if we get any more clues as it goes on. Like what like why is one confident? Like what are they confident about? How come they seem to just go
0: about it? And why is the other one super nervous? Yeah, Rom is actually outside waiting with Roswell's like clothes and towels. So there's this awkward kind of meeting and he's she says that she's going to meet Subaru in the his room later on. And of course... You know, in his mind, he's like, oh, what's that going to be? What's going to happen? But <laughs> she's just there to teach him how to read and write, which is actually help, very helpful.
1: Yeah, that's a and, super good move. I don't know if was Super the one that picked and like asked for that to happen
0: or no, no. So it's almost like the game is making it happen for him, you know?
1: Yeah, that's that's great for him. He really lucked into that because he can. Keep that through his playthroughs, like I'm a big fan whenever he does something like that that's knowledge based, so mm-hmm. if he dies and starts over, he's just going to keep all the learning skills that he is yeah. doing
0: so everything everything it adds upon itself because uh yeah, we see that rom just says that the reason for teaching him is so he can you know help with shopping and and orders and whatnot, but yeah, it does help him in this world to not only be able to talk to because we, we know he can talk to the people. But to read and write and communicate in other ways is super helpful. But yeah, this time he didn't even have to use the sewing skills. He gets in there. Everything works. Yep. I went and this is uh, this is meta.
1: But I wonder how much of when they do things like that in the episode are kind of like it's not like they wouldn't have taught him to do the other work again. But mm-hmm. uh, it'd be a little more boring for the audience. So instead of rewriting the you know cutting the apples and and dicing the stuff and learning all the things he learned last time this is kind of a mm-hmm. way to get around it uh it also yeah, adds, maybe. adds the mystery of like hey things have changed so they're teaching him different things like why what what made that decision in the first place to do the one versus the other but also more interesting to watch him like hey now he's learning to read and that's completely different than when he was cutting apples yeah he does
0: mention that uh you know in looking around the closets he sees lots of clothes for roswell and Amelia but the, the girls the maids don't have anything but their maid outfits and he's thinking that he could probably sew them something up make them something different i love that she is just so against it that even uh you know it she thinks that the outfit is her uniform and that's that's what she deserves to wear this is another thing that where i think that rem kind of feels she has a place she even says that in the whole hierarchy he's above her because he saved amelia isn't that weird is that Because he's so new.
1: Yeah, he's been there so... I mean, she's been there so long. Mm
0: -hmm. Which is, again, why I think that's why even though she does so much, she's not more in control. Because is it that she defers to other people or she's afraid to take charge? I don't know.
1: Yeah, now that you bring up the thing, it does seem like she's really set on the hierarchy and things have their place so mm-hmm. it sounds like even if she's really good at it it doesn't matter because she is not chosen to be there she didn't save someone she's not looking after uh the the guy or, or yeah, yeah. whatever it is it sounds like she puts a, a lot of emphasis on position like when she talks about the position of her position relative to her sister and she's like that's just the way it is that's the, that's way, just it the way it needs to is. be yeah. and this is very much keen on that so i i actually like that i idea yeah and some
0: of the things that she's saying like does my looking the same as my sister inconvenience you in some way (laughs) it's just it's like that's a little weird it's like well it's it's not uh it's not what he's getting across it's like they're talking they're not uh communicating correctly like he's she's not understanding what he's trying to say but there's some kind of hook there because even uh her sister notices that she keeps looking at subaru Throughout the rest of the day, even as they're outside doing the chores and stuff. And uh, Rom thinks it's, oh, it's because his hair is such an eyesore that you want to go cut it. <laughs> and that's how she plays it off. But it's something else, right? As we, as we go through this episode, by the end, she actually seems uh, happy to be around him. Yeah. Like when they're walking back from the town, there's that great moment where she smiles.
1: Yeah, definitely different from her sister <laughs> in that regard.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and more endearing, I think. Later on, Rem does actually meet Subaru in the pool. He's cleaning the pool now after the whole bath, I guess. And uh, she apologizes for what she was saying earlier, which is a first. We haven't seen either of the sisters apologize, but uh, they end up going into town. And of course, this is when Subaru is kind of looking around, trying to find the best views for his date that he wants to go on. He didn't really get to plan it out last time, but now he's going into town doing these chores with Rem so he can see uh what's what's up there and uh he's ends up playing with the kids. There's this dog that bites his hand. <laughs>
1: it's <laughs> another it's another marking. Now that I I'm going to call reference myself from earlier this episode. Maybe Mm. it's like a physical mark because if something were to happen, we would know as the audience whether or not uh, he got reset (laughs)
0: because now he has a bite mark. Oh, that's true. It's a secret, secret mark by the author. There's a great moment when they're walking back and they're kind of talking uh, about things and the whole dynamic of the mansion where she really daintily jumps over this, uh, this little, uh, what mud and he tries to jump after her and totally slips. I love it. It's just such a, a throwaway little, you know, small moment. But it's so funny to me. <laughs> but they're they're talking about the whole, you know, what we've been talking about. The difference between the two sisters. And Rem really just has absolute faith in her sister. In the older sister. And, and that's why she, I guess like we were saying, defers to her. This is when Subaru says something that's a little different. Like I've never heard this before. Demonically inspired. Um. And he says that she, that Rem is demonically inspired and how the demons, like he's, he says something about gods whatever, but the demons are there to laugh at your plans and kind of throw a wrench in things all the time. Hmm. It's something that I don't know if he's just trying to, you know, make conversation, but it seems to, to, to click with her because she smiles really big. That night, Amelia is actually the one who helps him with the studies. So that's new too. And yeah, a-
1: that's interesting. So so this uh, reminds me of like, whenever I think of, okay, what's Subaru doing? Obviously, he liked his other day. He's way off track. So he's not going to repeat everything exactly the same. So that's, no. fine. that's fine. But in this case, when Amelia comes back in, it makes me question again, like, what's his end goal? Because it seems like, um, it's kind of to date Amelia,
0: <laughs> right? I, I don't know. To go on that date with her? Yeah, I think that's... Uh, and then I don't know if it's But back- that might be the reward. I don't know. I don't think it's obviously... he Because that's got to be... That's what's pushing him, of course, because that happens on the day after it resets.
1: Yeah, but... Uh, so he, he wants to make sure that that gets promised and
0: everything, right? Yeah, he does that again. He sets up the promise during this. He's really, at first, really nervous. Mm-hmm. And finally, he breaks off and... And uh, he asks her, you know, let's go on a date. And she doesn't even know what a date is. (laughs) And -hmm. I guess it's what he says. It's when two people go and they'll have fun together. And she even questions like, well, then you had a date with REM today. (laughs) Oh, Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. He's got to get to the point where she agrees to it. And she does like almost immediately once he, you know, explains it. Okay, sure. But you have to just get all your work done. And, uh, I think that's how she leaves him, right? Work hard for that reward. Yeah. So he, she
1: even calls it his reward. So do you think that she's so agreeable with him because she's still on the so talking about goals, is her goal still just to hang out with him, find out what he knows because he's still a stranger. He still has his uh, you know, strange clothes and strange ways about him mm-hmm. and wasn't in, involved with the ins- Insignia thing. So even mm-hmm. though she does seem to be leaning more towards, "Hey, he just wants to Pet the cute animals. He seems to be pretty genuine, as far as she can tell. But she's still like, I need to hang out with him, and this date sounds like a perfect opportunity, right? Like you said, she doesn't, she might not know the context of the word, right? But she might—is she saying yes because she's like, that's fine. My goal was to find out more about him anyway. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm of uh, two minds because at one point during their conversation, he's looking out the window, and she kind of catches on him and starts to say something, and then doesn't. So it's almost like in that moment, she felt something. There was a connection that happened, but he missed it. You know, he turns around and she doesn't even say, oh, never mind. Hmm. But at the same point, just thinking of what's going on, she's kind of alone in that house. Really? Roswell seems to be here and there, whatever. But what's she doing all the time? She probably needs friends and needs things to do, you know? Yeah. She is also focusing somehow it
1: does seem like she's practicing you know she does that glowy thing a couple Mm -hmm. times so she might be Mm -hmm. practicing her skills her Mm -hmm. magic
0: leveling up something
1: yeah and then um i assume there's other types of things to get her ready for whatever insignia Maybe she's going to fight everybody else who has insignia. Who knows? <laughs> right. Or, or just needs to be a better political figure or something. I imagine there's other things going on so that she can try to be the best she can be to get
0: the position. I'm just saying was. there's not other friends around. There's nobody that she's hanging out with besides Puck.
1: That is true. She does seem pretty isolated for helping uh-huh. castle
0: it. So that is almost like a gimme. Like it seems she's ready to do something different. So that's, I think where she was so agreeable in this in this hmm. case
1: yeah I, I i like that i didn't um i didn't think about that with her context so I, I like that as an additional not just oh i'm gonna get information but more like you know there's a bit of longing for for a friend
0: yeah and there still is she brings up that you know going into town might be a little it might cause trouble for him we still don't know why yeah but...
1: that Satella looking girl
0: <laughs> yeah oh don't say her name that's <laughs> <laughs> true cannot be spoken no, it's like Voldemort. <laughs> anyway, it ends with that. It goes to the song, but then there's a part after the song. This is where it, it escalates very quickly because he's sitting up. He doesn't want to go to sleep. <laughs> it's almost like one of those moments. I I think I've seen it in other time-leap movies or whatever where they're trying to get to the next day, so they're just like, I'm going to stay up and I'm going to make it. Nothing's going to happen to me. Oh, re- it probably happened in Groundhog Day. It probably did. And uh, he's going over everything he did in this playthrough. Like, did I? Oh, I forgot to say goodnight to Beatrice, but I did get along with both the sisters pretty well. The maids, uh, this well, so I think this playthrough was. It ended up being pretty good. Yeah. Um, but then all of a sudden, the sickness like hits him, where he's really sick. He starts throwing up. He ends up like crawling for help through the quarters. I don't know why he's going that far, but no one's around. He's crawling upstairs, just throwing up constantly and we start to hear this uh, metal dragging along you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's pretty foreboding
1: <laughs> yeah i thought it would be like oh, oh he got poisoned because the po- if it was poison it would line up with like how did he just silently die at night so i was like okay right. maybe it was poison uh, and right. now this case like oh it's you know the throwing up and
0: there's something yeah and there's something after him right now and we notice that as he looks around something literally knocks him off his feet and throws him across the hallway and when he kind of looks around, there's blood dripping on his face. And he looks up and he sees his arm up on the chandelier. <laughs> that's a bad sign.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's more than a flesh wound.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good, good call. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then it ends with him screaming. And then there's another splatter and his eye rolling away. That's how the episode ends. It's, uh, it's
1: pretty rough. It's pretty it rough is pretty
0: him. rough going from last time where it was it was pretty like pretty easy going and everything was cool he's meeting all these different people sure they're sassy but there wasn't extreme violence in dismemberment <laughs> you yeah. know?
1: and at least the other time he knew what killed him when it was like the poisoned girl oh, or the right. the widow right so at least he, he kind of i don't know if that's better or worse literally watching the person that's going to kill you or but in this case it's extra frustrating probably for him because he can't he was trying to actively avoid dying and not die and now he yeah. doesn't even know what it is like how does he plan his next day
0: and avoid yeah. this like what is it but we don't even see him wake up again it literally just ends with his eye rolling through the puddle of blood though so maybe he's out of resets <laughs> <laughs> well then the show wouldn't go on so <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know how that would work but is this show interesting or what it's yeah. crazy
1: and then who do you think so my last notes for this are trying to guess like okay what who do you think did it who do you think is behind it so mm. my guess was like all right maybe lord of the manor right if he's trying to take over all well, yeah. all the different continents or whatever's going on maybe he's pulling the strings and yeah mm-hmm. which makes sense he's a powerful seems like a powerful figure and an eccentric one uh maybe he's like okay subaru seems like a spy which he totally fits the bill he comes out of nowhere wears strange clothes what is he doing we, why is he we saw the...
0: that cutaway last time remember that with him talking to rom watching uh subaru and amelia out on the lawn we saw that last time where they're like we should probably intervene here yeah he might not be a spy but something's up.
1: right uh or he's trying to help somebody else or or something yeah so that's that's the uh, i think the my would be my guess at this point like knowing what we know uh-huh. but Ma- makes a
0: lot of sense. So. But we also saw Beatrice totally suck the mana out of him with n- like she no warning and whatsoever last time.
1: Yep, I try. I turn a blind eye to Beatrice because I think Beatrice is cool. That she guards the castle and stuff, and I'm still wa- oh, okay. waiting for her to turn into like a tower defense. <laughs> and,
0: and also, uh, Puck likes her.
1: Yeah, and that's that's generally. He's been he's a been good nice. Sign. Yeah, that's a good sign. It seems to be like whatever mag- whatever magic realm, because it was like a spirit magic, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I imagine that's close to white magic, holy magic, all the, the nicer yeah, magic. I
0: think they're they're kind of in the same realm, those two. Yeah. Well, we'll see where this goes next time, but until then, our watch is ended. I've been Tim. I've been Brian. Alright, take care guys. Oh,
1: at all.